Medtronic Technologies impacted more than 72 million people in the last year, equating to two people every second. Harnessing the power of technology to take healthcare further, each technology has unique benefits designed to serve patients. The goal of this program is to get closer to the patient and delve into the challenges and impact of each technology in practice. This is the Medtronic MedEd learning experience. The SonarMed airway monitoring system should not be used as the sole basis for diagnosis or therapy and is intended only as an adjunct in patient assessment. Medtronic's medical education programs are offered to provide attendees education on FDA-cleared indications and use of our products when applicable. The contents and conclusions of the following program are solely those of the speakers unless otherwise cited. The speakers are responsible for all content and any necessary permissions. The speakers receive funding from Covidian LP, a Medtronic company, for this speaking engagement. For this segment of the series, a discussion on unplanned extubation in the NICU. We will dive into the risk factors and causes of unplanned extubations in the NICU. To help answer this question is Nikki Davidson, a master's level trained nurse who works at a level four NICU in a dual capacity role at the bedside and in quality assurance and process improvement. Defining unplanned extubation seems simple enough, but there's currently disagreement over the best way to define it. For the purposes of this podcast, we'll go with the following definition. An unplanned extubation is the unintentional dislodgement of an ET tube from any patient receiving mechanical ventilation. This can occur for any number of reasons. Maybe my patient ate his wheaties today and he decided to pull his ET tube out or In other words, infant agitation or irritation. I'm telling you, never underestimate those NICU kids. They may be tiny, but man, are they strong. This is a really good reason to routinely evaluate an infant's pain assessments, especially postoperatively. Another possibility is that the ET tube was displaced during routine or procedural hands-on care. And finally, as we know, Although kangaroo care has many wonderful benefits for both the baby and family units, it can also be a cause of unintentional dislodgement and by extension can certainly be a cause of anxiety for the bedside nurse and family partners as well. So the reported rates are anywhere from 0.54 to 16.1 unplanned extubations per 100 ventilator days. I know what you're thinking, and you're right, that's a huge range. The reported rates go from an impressive 0.54 to 16.1, which is skewed far to the right of our benchmark goal. As a reminder, the goal is to have less than one unplanned extubation per 100 ventilator days. The number of ventilator days per 100 are calculated by totaling how many days each intubated patient was on a ventilator in a given month, then dividing by 100. To get your unplanned extubation rate, take your number of unplanned extubations and divide by your ventilator days per 100. Again, the unplanned extubation rate should be based upon intubated ventilator days. That means this number should not include infants with trachs. If an infant's trach becomes dislodged unintentionally, it's considered a decannulation, not an unplanned extubation. To put unplanned extubation rates into perspective, Dr. Hatch, whose 2020 research we'll discuss in a few minutes, 
puts the rate of unplanned extubation at 14 to 41% of all ventilated NICU patients. If you take a look at the pictogram on the right, you'll see this illustrated. So why is this happening so much to neonates? Why are they so particularly predisposed? Well, compared to adults, they have shorter trachea lengths, less routine sedation, they're intubated for longer periods of time, and we typically use uncuffed ET tubes, which are more mobile. Actually, on that note, a bit of research estimates that for every day an infant is on a mechanical vent, their risk of unplanned extubation increases by 3%. Additionally, NICUs support family-centered care, and due to its many benefits, skin-to-skin, aka kangaroo care, is highly encouraged. And as we previously discussed, kangaroo care can be a cause of unintentional dislodgement. All of these factors culminate in unplanned extubation being one of the most common adverse effects occurring during mechanical ventilation in the NICU. Let's summarize what we know. Neonates have increased risk factors for unplanned extubations. Shorter tracheas, NICUs have less routine sedation practices, they spend longer time on the vent due to lung immaturity, and we practice family-centered care, which supports and promotes the practice of kangaroo care, which can be a cause of unintentional extubation. Therefore, because these infants are predisposed, unplanned extubations occur as frequently as 14 to 41% of mechanically ventilated neonates during their NICU stay. Infants who have had an unplanned extubation have increased hospital costs. They spend about a week longer on the vent, 10 days increased length of stay and nearly $50,000 more in hospital costs, and they have worse clinical outcomes. Uh, you may have re-intubation, cardiovascular collapse, subglottic stenosis, et cetera. And infants with at least one prior unplanned extubation have an increased risk of repeat extubation, which makes sense if you think about it, right? Longer amount of time on the vent, longer length of stay. Effectively, they have more opportunity. In a word, it's a vicious cycle, one that we need to prevent if possible. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this segment was helpful to you regarding why neonates are so particularly predisposed to unplanned and repeat extubations and the challenges we currently face. See you next time. Please tune in next week for a new segment from this series, wherever you find your podcasts. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. Thank you for listening.